Welcome to the Star Citizen Neuralcast, brought to you by Cognition Corp and its community organizations. This is a special edition podcast dedicated to the mining profession in Star Citizen. I'm Lumen the Hunter, and joining me today from United Earth Mining Corporation, or UEMC, are Rockseeker. Hi. And Noiser. How's it going? As well as Delta from Hitcher 4. Hello, folks. So, since we heard that mining will be coming in Alpha 3.0, at least in its initial form, we felt that it was important to sort of highlight what we can expect from the profession of mining in the Star Citizen Persistent Universe. Now, the United Earth Mining Corporation is a dedicated mining corporation within the Star Citizen Universe, so I thought it'd be great to have you guys on. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. So, how did you guys decide that mining was your bread and butter in the Star Citizen Universe? For me personally, it's basically what I've done in almost any MMO. I've always been interested in it, so I sort of figured that's what I'd be doing in Star Citizen. And then from all the uh, design documents that we've had, I'm pretty sure I made a really good decision on it. So for me anyways, that's basically why I started the UEMC. Can you give us like kind of a rundown of like the variety of MMOs you've done this in? Yeah, uh, I've played things like EVE Online, um, Black Desert Online, uh, older games like RuneScape, that sort of thing. So it basically goes way back to when I started playing games. Older game for the young guys. I played Jumpgate. That was way back in uh, early 2000. And there you can do mining also. So I've played that MMO for a while. And then I had the kids and uh, stopped playing and then came back to it now, now that they're older. So why mining? What about it drew you? If I was to talk for me, a rock seeker is uh, basically, I'm not that good at combat, first of all. So that makes it difficult to play very combat. And also, I just like the idea of exploring and just like doing something that changes from the daily life of work and stuff. So you just sit down at a computer and start just flying around, look at the scenery and go and start mining and think about other things at the same time as you're doing this. And sometimes there's an incident that happens. There's either whatever game you play, there's alien that can come, so there's pirates, or there's other things, but it comes bring some disturbance. But otherwise, it's very relaxing kind of uh, things. And lucrative, depending on the games, but like in Star Citizen, will turn out to be very lucrative doing some mining. So that's kind of nice too. Yeah, I'm basically on the same page as Rockseeker. That's one of the main reasons it's going to be really, really lucrative. And I'm a huge explorer as well. Not really huge on combat, so. Okay, that makes sense. I think it would be a good topic to discuss what we should expect from mining in Alpha 3.0. Now, we won't have diverse cargo abilities. We won't be able to open up a cargo container and look in yet. Uh, We know that there will be the very most, uh, only a few my minerals at the beginning and it may just be ore generic ore and then from that point on they're going to make it into you know aluminum gold and then various other metals you know and things like that in the future and then those different metals will have market value but with alpha 3.0 what do you guys expect to see from the mining profession i expect because the, the only ship that we're going to have to do mining is going to be the prospector it's been well mentioned that we, we should have the prospector because you need a mining ship to be able to introduce mining. And as you said, there's going to be only either a generic ore or only a few minerals that we'll be able to mine. 
they will have some market value, but predetermined. They won't fluctuate based on offer and demands. That, mm-hmm. that it's been mentioned in the 10 for the chairman, I believe. They will control the price. But at least you'll be able to go and actually mine with the ship and sell that ore. So there's probably going to be a few missions about that. Go to that location, X, Y, Z, and go mine that many kilograms of ore and deliver it to that other station. And then you'll get some credits for it. I think that's more what we're going to see at first. Right now, in instance, it's 24 player. I've heard that with 3.0, it's going to move up somewhere around the 64 players. But... Whenever you join, you join a new instance. And I, I suspect that just like missions where you can do several times the ICC missions and go and rescue the same people or, again, find the same information from a black box, it will be the same kind of things, but for mining. So, yes, you will go and deplete an asteroid by mining it. But later on, let's say half an hour, an hour later, it's going to re-pop up as an available mission and it's going to be uh, full again for someone else to go into it. That's sure. my feeling of it. Because this is an alpha, right? We're not even at the beta stage yet where we have a semi-permanent universe. And the actual action of mining won't be as refined as what we have in the mining document that was posted a couple of years ago about the Orion and the various jobs and functions within an Orion platform. This, the Orion is planned for 4.0, so there's time to refine all of that. So for 3.0, yeah, I expect very basic mining function, but it's still going to be fun. I mean, the UMC, we've been looking for that for a while. Yeah, I don't have a ton to really add to that. The only other thing that obviously I guess we could hope to see, and it's all basically determined on what is released, but uh, when it comes to mining, there's also going to be, uh, you do have to watch out for things like gas pockets and that sort of thing, or your uh, mining laser overheating. So I'm hoping for some of that kind of gameplay as well, but I don't think they'll make it as cut and paste and easy as, oh, just go to the rock, take it, and go back like there might be something like pirates or anything along those lines but i'm hoping there's going to be a little bit more to it than just go here get it go sell it and done hey there witch doctor from cooling nation thanks for joining us hello i think that the first part of the code for 3.0 for mining would just be the uh, raw structure of mining basically you going to a um meteor and engaging in mining and the rock actually depleting its resources that got targeted most of the mini games that encompass mining that are supposed to make it more interesting and more exciting probably won't come into the game until later so the basics of every aspect of the game are being put into the game and once they're stable we get a more elaborate code now, the mining document that RSI put out a while back talked about freelance mining versus contract mining. And this was very much pointed toward people just entering the mining market because they're talking about how someone can mine, look at the markets, and then try to transport something and sell themselves as a freelancer or go to work for as a contract miner for, say, Shubin or a player-owned org like UEMC, say, I want this much ore in this much time. And if you fulfill that contract, you get a higher a higher reputation bump from that org. Now, if you're already established within a mining organization, you're going to have reputation sharing with that organization, as well as possible information sharing. So you get 
a lower brokerage fee. So both of these things kind of, I think, are advantages to people who are interested in mining and already involved in a mining org. As far as like the difference between the two, I think the best is going to be contract mining just because um, one of the main things is you're not really going to have to worry about your assets. You're working for us. So because of that, you have security already in place. You're going to have the job ready to go. You don't really have to do a whole lot except for really fulfill the contract. So I think that's going to be the best way to go. And also because of that, you're going to be able to do a lot more, a lot quicker than something like a freelancer who has to do everything from start to finish. Again, everyone has their own uh, type of leader looking for, right? Because right now yeah. it's a lot of people are thinking and imagining a lot how it will be because as of now, it's still very early in the game. Mining is not even out yet. And even this whole thing about freelance versus contract versus uh, how will it uh, unfold, really, it's still to be determined. Even the yeah. UMC, we had some discussion about how we would go about the profit sharing and the, the pricing structure and at the different stages and how we compensate people. And it's still very difficult because even the economy is not out yet. So we put that on the ice for now. We have some ideas, but again, this may change like completely head to toes. I mean, it's... Exactly. What yeah. we go after is all going to be based on market value. Yeah, a market and uh, collaboration with other orgs and see what the members want also because we have a lot of members that imagine they want to do all of those things. But in the end, how many of those members will be active? How many hours a week will they be active? Basically, will the NPC allow us to run like 24-7 operations by themselves and you just need one player to be there to supervise the whole thing? Or you'll actually need more than one player, like at least a couple player per Orion to have it really go and work? How independent will the AI be? There's a lot of questions that still remains to be answered and it's still quite early. But one thing for sure, we feel that the UEMC, we try to have a very open organization where we'll be covering all of the different aspects of mining and offer opportunities for our members to go and try a bit of everything. So if they feel to do one more, more one thing than another for one week, then they're going to be able to talk to the manager of that division because we'll have managers for each of those business units and division and say, okay, so for this week, I want to go and start hauling because I'm a completionist or I got like $5,000 worth of ships and I want to use that all E that I bought or that all C and then the merchantmen and so on. So, sure. We talk about two type of mining, but in, to me, uh, rock seeker, I see it more as there's three type of way to do that profession. Yes, they're true freelance people that just happen to have in their fleet a prospector and they go on their own. They take a mission somewhere from the TDD. They go and mine that history, then go and deliver the ore and do everything on their own. Then there's the other level, which is the contract mining, where you go as a kind of a freelance, but you don't go to the TDD or the game authorities, you go to an organization like the UEMC and you say, I want to work for you guys for a while, either as a crewman on an Orion of yours, because I don't own one, but I'd like to work on one. So I'll go on one of your guys, Orion, and work with you and you guys pay me for doing that work. And then there's the third level where you're actually an employee of the UEMC. It's your main org. That's who you work with. 
and uh, then you take it's not really a contract as you you being an employee of the organization you just go and work for your organization and there's a portion of what you earn that comes back to your pocket and a portion that goes to your organization for a collective goal like in our case would like to own our own mining station eventually so like people will contribute from their uh what they earn to that common goal together. So there's like three ways of doing mining, in my opinion. Would it be more lucrative for a freelancer to go find these fields? You turn, kind of get a general idea of how the size of these and then go find someone who will pay money for this information. Yeah, most definitely. I think that will be actually really lucrative for some people. It's just, it's gonna be a lot about exploring then. So that sort of person would obviously probably want to be in like an exploration division that sort of thing but yeah i think we're definitely going to have our own subsection and we've actually drafted a document with a breakdown of the uh, different divisions as to uh what they're going to do but we're definitely going to be having a exploration slash prospecting division that basically just goes out finds the field brings the information back to us and then we send our fleet out from there yeah, exactly. So it's just like when we talk about freelance mining versus contract mining versus employee mining, uh, there's going to be the same thing for all of the different carriers, whether it's for a mining oriented organization or a other type of organization, salvage oriented organization or whatever. In our case, we're mine. The UEMC is all about mining, but there's all of the professions that will also have like people from UMC doing the prospecting and doing the exploration, but also we'll be buying information from other organization or individual players that go and happen to stumble across a unknown new field of ore. And they say, well, okay, I found this huge patch of ore. Who would be interested? I'll go to the largest mining organization, which is the UMC, go to them, talk to us and say, hey, I've got this. Okay, we'll say, good, we'll pay you X amount. If it turns out to be verified, then we'll go and send our explorer with that guy, verify that the patch is indeed what he says. Okay, good, we pay you. We have a reputation that will be trustworthy and people will know that they can come to us and then we'll pay according to the value of the field. And then we'll be able to send our operation fleet to go and mine that and extract it and have our people protect and secure that patch also for us. It's interesting as Star Citizen because people aren't going to be pigeonholed into one thing or another. When you pick a profession, it seems like you're picking a focus. But I'd say that for the UEMC, you're picking an organization which has a focus around mining and you're also picking an organization that is first and last rule is basically to have fun. So you want to be part of a group, a community that enjoys playing the game. As for profession, the UMC being the largest mining organization in the verse, at least to my knowledge, is that you'll have the opportunity to do all of those other things like exploration, mapping, like people saw Citizen of Stars and the map of yellow that I did. You can do prospecting, like once you find those asteroid fields somewhere doing exploration, you have to, before you send the big Orion fleet and operations over there, you got to send some prospector to just go find the right spot and is it worth it to go there? 
And once you do, then send the whole operation fleet to go and mine that stuff out. And then you have the hauling aspect of it to start because you don't want to have your Orion go in and out. You want to leave them there and have Hull, CDE moving that stuff out. And then you'll need uh, also people for trading the ore, selling the ore, and you'll need all of the uh, repair and supplies and assistance to come and make sure that because things will break, things will get damaged, there's going to be pirates once in a while. And talking about pirates, then we need security also. So the UMC is all of that, all focused around the mining activity. But overall, any member will be able to move around within the different divisions that we have. Their reputation is something that's going to play a big role in terms of the game, as well with NPC than actual players. So basically, if someone comes and say, I've got this information to sell you, that person will have a positive or negative reputation of selling good or bad information. And also will sell it to an organization that has good or bad reputation of paying what they owe to people. But if people come to the UMC, say, I got this huge, marvelous patch of ore that I found, then obviously it's going to be a question of trust. Say, okay. We'll go together, we'll go inspect that patch, and initially, if we don't know much the person, we'll go there, or the organization, we'll go there and check, and if it is indeed what they're seeing, then we'll pay what they're due, and over time, we'll get these people, we get to have a good reputation with respect to UEMC leaders, and we'll say, okay, if they come and say, I found that patch at that coordinates, we'll say, okay, good. Thanks, here's, uh, you, we pay you, we trust you because we know you, we dealt with you several times before, and then we'll be able to, we know that their information is of good quality. On the other hand, if someone tries to fake uh, good patches of ore, once it's discovered, that person basically would be on a blacklist of you don't trust that person. Basically, he's going to lose more by trying to, okay, maybe you get a bit something once, but then that's it. You screwed yourself over for a long time in that universe. Basically, the uh, reputation between organizations and other players, you're going to have to keep track of it yourself and have basically like a white and a black list. And beyond any reputation system, there's the individual, right? We have a bunch of leaders and managers, and we'll get to know the actual people we have. They're the whole account. The whole idea of ambassadors already exists, even if the game is not there yet fully. So we'll get to know some of those people and on a personal level, having flown with them, talked with them over voice. So we'll get beyond any point system in game that's good for NPC and required for NPC and good for people we don't really know. But beyond that, there's still the individuals talking to themselves, which will have a real life reputation of being trustworthy or not. We know that reputation is going to be incredibly important. I do think that the safest route for new miners that are trying to get into the mining profession is going to be doing contract work for each of the professions that are an accessory to mining as well as mining itself. So someone who's going to do contract work as an information broker, they'll go out as doing uh, contracted exploration. Then they can do contract work as like a prospective miner. So they get an idea of what kind of minerals are found where, uh, what kind of dangers they can expect to see, and then contract work on a large mining operation. And if you really want to do freelance, you wouldn't want to go in cold without knowing any of these things. So 
the best way to make a lucrative income with mining, and I want to see if you guys agree with me on this, is to do singular contracts until you know enough to stand on your own and then venturing into freelance. Yeah, most likely I, I agree with you that before it's like a fork, right? You'll start with, as a contractor most likely and start doing jobs. Like, okay, I want to learn about mining. I'll go to EMC and then I'll, I'll say I'll be a greenhorn on one of your uh, Orion and learn a bit how it works and how it goes. And then I want to learn about exploration, go to an exploration org and so on. And after that, you acquire a bit of that experience. Then you say, okay, I want to go and do it on my own. Or you discovered along the way that you really love salvaging your experience that you did and like your boot camp that you did with the salvage organization was very exciting. And you say, okay, well, you know, I want to join them and I want to start being an employee of that salvaging organization or the UMC for mining or whatever. Or maybe you'll find out that you like an organization like the UEMC, but not necessarily for the mining, but you want to do, you want to do exploration for them because you want to have a meaning of doing exploration. It's nice to explore and find new stuff, but you say it would be nice to uh, the stuff that I find, it's worth something to my organization. Just a couple of days ago, I had a discussion within our organization with members and we were saying that once the game hit the road, we'll most likely see some kind of iteration of orgs. All of There's a, plenty of like sub 10 people orgs out there, like people that join and they start their own org, but eventually these will most likely just get merged or absorbed by other orgs. So just a natural evolution. Now, as far as larger orgs, yes, it's going to be hard to just be solely focus on one thing. Take mining in the UEMC. We cannot just be doing mining alone and not doing everything else around it along the chain. So that's why we end up, we'll end up with divisions for all of those aspects. Yes, the core is going to be all about mining and the exploration is going to be mining related. The hauling is going to be hauling ore as opposed to yeah. hauling uh, refined goods. But in the end, we'll end up offering a variety of opportunities for all of our members. And members will be able to just flow among the various divisions. But again, everything, all mining related at the core of it. There's other orgs that approach us and seek to offer their service. Because yes, we'll have our own security for, because we need a minimum in each areas. But at the same time, if we get, like, we either internally we discover this huge new field of a very lucrative ore, or we buy the information from someone and we organize a huge operation that's going to last over the weekend, we may need for that specific operation to hire a military defense org or get resources from a hauling organization to because our own hauling equipment will not be enough to move the material out because we'll be able to provide all of the orions and the mining equipment to mine that stuff out but for something that large we may go and ask assistance from other orgs so that's where there's going to be interaction between all of those big orgs but for the daily small security then we should be a bit more autonomous we have some affiliate smaller org, like the 20, 30 uh, people org that are affiliate with the UEMC. 
And because it's always, even if they want to be a bit on their own, because there are a whole bunch of friends that came from other games and they move together and have that org there. But again, they won't be able to supply all aspects of uh, the chain. So being affiliate with an organization like UEMC and there's a trust relationship between the two, they will be able to tag along and contribute to the UMC, but UMC will be able to provide them with the services additional that they may require. And it's always good for a small org to be in a mining field where there's the big brother around so you don't get jumped on by pirates as opposed to be on your own as a small one Orion and a couple prospector and be jumped on by the first pirates passing by. So uh, moving forward, long term, there's going to be a lot of refinement and additions to the mining profession that we've been told about. And a lot that we don't even know even even now. But what we can expect are several different scales that people can mine at. What we'll be getting first is the prospector and sort of a small scale individual mining platform. This will include planet-side mining as well as mining in asteroids. But eventually we may even get a profession prior to that, which is more of a personal size mining. We know that the Ursa rover may be getting a mining module for the back so that people who have mining outposts, which we've also heard about for like modular bases, can mine on the surface of a planet without using a prospector. Then we, we go uh, above the prospector, we should eventually see the Orion, which is large-scale strip mining, which has the the drawbacks of not being able to go planet side, as well as not being able to be quite as precise, but gets the added bonus of refining. So through these different scales, how do you guys see UEMC utilizing all these different facets of the mining profession? I see the UEMC, uh, anything from the prospector up, I don't think like mining with an Ursa and which is not a dedicated uh, mining equipment. It's more for someone, a small player that want to try a bit of everything. But as in terms of the UMC, it's going to be starting from the prospector with two roles, go and validate and prospect new discovered fields by our exploration and mapping division and also used in the operations where we're within an asteroid belt and there is very hard to reach areas, but very rich and dense in terms of minerals that we cannot reach with the Orion. Mm -hmm. Also, there's going to be, of course, the Orion for the massive crunching and extracting of uh, material from the asteroid field. And there's going to be something in between, something like the mining spider that's going to be there to, again, a different role, being able to go and uh, grab stuff. I've also heard that from people from CIG that there might even be a, uh, they might con concept the, the mining spider. It's uh, really seriously thought about. So uh, uh, crossing my finger that this will actually happen. That'd be nice to have this like mid-sized mining <clears throat> ship there to be able, uh, between the Orion and the Prospector, like really dedicated to mining something like the umc would use a lot so yeah. sure sure and there's even been some rumors of possible mining modules for ships like the caterpillar or the constellation things like that that are might be a step up from the prospector maybe not quite as refined of equipment but in that same vein you're going to have 
like you said, an exploration division, a transport division. We know that like the Terrapin might be good for initial scanning, whereas a Prosper comes in and sees what exactly might be good there. Whereas for transport, we know the whole B will be compatible with the Prospector's cargo pod so they can transport their cargo one for one between them. Now, I don't know if we've heard which whole series might be compatible with the Orion, uh, but I suspect either the C or D. Yeah. yeah, probably something like the D, uh, yes. yes the he should be compatible too somehow because uh, there's nothing that prevents to put a smaller uh, uh, container on a larger hauler. That's true. I also think one thing is also worth pointing out that we haven't really talked about was that the Shubin Mining Corporation has large stationary mining platforms that are actually a magnitude larger than the Orion mining platform, which is more mobile. CIG in the past has said that anything NPCs can do, they want players to be able to do. I think it's a logical leap to say that eventually human-made orgs may be able to own mining stations. Uh, the UEMC, for sure, that's one of our collective goals to one day own our own station somewhere we can call home and or maybe more than one. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a big step and it's going to be way down the line that we'll ever have a chance to own something like that if we ever do, which I think we will, but it's going to be a while. Yeah, I think the I largest think... mining things we'll see will be mining station. Also, there's something that's still unclear a bit to me about the mining process is that we'll need to refine that ore. It's been said that the beauty of the Orion is not only will mine, but we're able to refine the ore and have purified ore to transport. So more value in, in a denser content. As for prospector, it's been said it won't have that facility. So what about the prospector? Where do you deliver that raw ore that's unrefined? So those processing factory will be where we'll be in those uh, truck stops that we'll have, like we saw last week in the, uh, around the verse, or will it be uh, also mining station, like the Shubin type of station where you can go and dump your ore there? That's a good point. And as an organization like the UEMC, one of our goals is eventually not only have our own mining station where we can go at a large scale mine and refine ore and be also able to offer refining services to freelancers or to smaller orgs that go and collect stuff, but then instead of selling to the TDD for lower credit, we get more credit selling it to us and because we can refine it and basically and, and move it along the line. Well, we definitely appreciate having you both here. I think you were awesome. We'd love to have you back. Yeah, definitely. Love to come back. Thanks again. That was nice to be here and discuss about mining. And hopefully we can have another of those podcasts once uh, 3.0 hit the roads and we actually experience mining and be able to talk uh, about it and guide people and provide information on how to mine and so on. All right. Thanks again, guys. Well, have a good day. Yep, yep. You too. And that'll do it for this special episode. A thanks to our sponsors, Interstellar Diplomacy and the Black Suns. Visit them at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash diplomacy and org slash BLK Suns. Thanks to everybody for listening, and we'll see you in the verse. <laughs>